0: what's happening on the Voice America talk radio network by keeping up with us on Twitter you can find us at voice America TRN
1: yo what's up y'all it's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on voice America kids do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar if you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old then step up to the microphone you could win $25,000 in cash a recording contract and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines if you would
0: let yourself go. Find someplace you know you can use your words. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are Charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your hosts Shandera Pashal and Steven Zal, together with the Express Yourself Star on Air team. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. Now, here's Shandera Pashal and Steven Zhao to kick off the fun.
1: Hello and welcome to our program, Express Yourself, where you show by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Store Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be the Star Yard Charity. I'm Steven Zhao.
2: And I'm young Juan.
1: And we are your team hosts. Today is a special show. We are having a party today, as you call it. It's graduation and you're invited to come play with us on air. Many of our Express Yourself seniors are graduating from high school and moving on to college, me included. I mean most of us will be able to stay on as field reporters, a few of us we might end up leaving for good, but today we are here and we are celebrating our graduation. Stephen, are you excited to graduate? I would say yes, and uh, I, I don't know, like a, a lot of stuff, it's really interesting because now I'm standing here about to graduate in a couple of weeks and looking back and thinking of all the things that high school has brought me in, not just high school, the past 12 years. Before I talk about myself, however, I will be allowing myself to be interviewed for once <laughs> during the next segment where... Yoju would have a chance to ask me some questions, but uh, now the topic of graduation is one that is uh, anticipated. I would say, Yoju, know, do you think people anticipate or dread graduation more?
2: Uh, I think people anticipate graduation because it does mark a big step of like leaving high school and being independent for like the first time in your life. Probably, I don't know, but for most people, it's the first time that they're completely on their own.
1: But consider also the fact that it means we're moving on to a place of discomfort where we don't have our friends and family. So, pretty difficult at times, I guess.
2: Yeah, that's true. So, I'm not sure whether people anticipated or read it. I'm still a sophomore, so I have two years left.
1: That is true. I hope you enjoy those two years. And we (laughs) will try to answer that question as we talk to the rest of the seniors on the show here today. First off, let's start off the show with a field reporter.
2: So first we have Nicole Eubanks, our health beat reporter from Florida with her special segment for today. Hi, Nicole.
3: Hey, Andrea. Hi, Steven. Um, It's great to be back on Express Yourself with another health beat segment. Okay, so with the end of the year, I mean, it comes all the excitement of finishing off the year, you know, with end of the year projects, senior weeks. Eighth grade weeks, parties, events, and, you know, especially exams. And during all that, you rig your body of sleep. Um, I'm pretty sure I've discussed this before, but I feel like it's important enough to kind of bring into view again. So it's a proven fact that students in college on average receive less than seven hours of sleep. That's like insane because your body processes sleep the same way it processes like eating, drinking, or even breathing. Sleep rejuvenates your body and helps you function. Most students lose about half an hour to a whole entire hour of sleep during exam weeks. Obviously, exam week is one of the most important events in your school year. During this time, it is crucial to be well rested. I mean, I'm sure you've heard your teachers say, get some sleep and given like a really long lecture that nobody really listens to about its importance. But I mean, they're actually right. Basically, if we skip out on our sleep on our like, scheduled times, which is night, will go crazy. I say scheduled time because I'll admit it, even I've said it, we'll say we, like, catch up on the next night or after school on sleep, but it's really unhealthy to do so. So with all this in mind, here are some ways to prevent bad grades, sleeping behind in sports, activities, or, you know, whatever else you like to do. Um, number one, you could sleep in a dark room. You know, close your shades, turn around the alarm clock, shut off the blinking light on your DVD player. I mean, or even get an eye mask. just anything that you can turn off and stop, like the light, it, like a dark space is best. Um, two, read before bed. Reading tires your brain, so along with getting sleepy, you will also be expanding your mind, which is always a plus. So don't reach for the re- remote or computer. Three, try and eat a snack or something before bed. Increasing on your carbs is a great way to tire yourself, but I don't mean eat as you're literally like in bed about to go to sleep. I mean, eat a few carbs an hour or two before you go to bed and see how you feel. Four, this is going to sound kind of like weird, but um, <laughs> eat bacon. <laughs> it may be weird to hear, but bacon actually um, affects sleep in a good way with pork and sunflower seeds also. Uh, Five, if you're like me, you like to stay cool with, like, crisp, cold air as you sleep. Um, If you aren't getting enough sleep because of temperature, try getting, like, a cooling pad or ice pack to put under your pillow. Six, put all these steps together to make your own sleep routine. I mean, obviously. Um, So whenever your exams and events come up and you aren't getting enough sleep, you can put all the steps together and get some rest. I mean, like, I hope you will or else I've been talking to myself. But um, at least try and let us know how it goes.
1: Thank you, Nicole. Now I feel kind of bad because, uh, at least for me right now, I have not gotten very much sleep this entire week. Mostly because of things that I had to do. Maybe like four or five hours a night. And I'm hearing you say that seven hours is very little. And I'm thinking, I wish I got seven hours. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Because, like, well, you're supposed to get at
1: least eight hours. Yeah, eight is the standard. Yeah. The bacon thing is also interesting. I guess that makes a lot of guys happy, I suppose. But (laughs) bacon, really? It helps you sleep?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I don't... I'm pretty sure it kind of goes along with, like, the carb thing that I was talking about. Um, I mean, I don't know. I read it, and I was just like, well, this is kind of weird. But, I mean, I'm sure that a lot... Well, I mean, I know a lot of kids eat it. And, yeah.
1: Never heard of it helping with sleep, though. But, admittedly, I was... The entire nation's uh, sleep uh, problems have been increasing. <laughs> I would say that much. <laughs> yeah, uh, students like usually same... should get more sleep.
2: Yeah, it's like <laughs> the same turkey thing. Like, after you eat a bunch of turkey, it makes you go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah, it's like, um,
3: with the carb thing that I was talking about, I like, now that I think about it, like, after. You know, like, whenever you leave your grandparents and you, like, well, I don't know, but you know how if you, like, they always, like, constantly feed you and then, like, all you want to do is take a nap? I don't know if that's just me, but it happens to me all the time. Like, every single time I go over there.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know
3: what that had to do with anything,
1: but I mean, I'm just saying. I can understand the idea of eating before eating and then you feel tired, but that's called a food coma, and I don't think that's a good thing, honestly.
3: <laughs> well, I
2: mean... And
1: that's called eating so much that so your body is so tired and trying to digest it that you have to have to lay down and sleep in order to digest all the food you just ate
2: of course steven would give us the negative side of eating and sleeping it's not
1: a negative aspect it's just the, the definition food coma, of the really food coma. <laughs> you guys haven't heard about that
2: well yes
3: but i've never heard that
1: <laughs> you've never heard of a food coma
3: well i have but i mean like i love to eat it's like my favorite thing to do so like i don't focus on the bad
1: things <laughs> we should focus we should put everyone in a food coma that'd be really funny
2: Well, Stephen, in many countries, they take a siesta, like a nap, after lunch and dinner, which is not a food coma. The average in America for sleep is like 6.9 hours per night in 2012. And now, well, that was now. And then before, in like the 1900s, the average was like 9.6 hours. So obviously, we need a lot more food comas because we do need sleep.
1: Agreed. I remember, well... I think for me, my sleepiness times comes at different times during the day. I get the sleepiest at around 2 o'clock and around 5 o'clock. And then around 10 o'clock and then I'm good for the rest of the night. So around two o'clock, unfortunately, is the time when I'm usually driving to somewhere after school. So that's very <laughs> dangerous. Around five o'clock is usually the time when I'm trying to do homework, and around se- ten o'clock is when I'm trying to not procrastinate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I get more sleepy like in math. I mean, I don't. I probably. I don't think that's just me, but I mean, <sighs> uh,
1: sleeping in class, I've got no comment on it because I've. I was actually really bad about it in our sophomore year, but this year I'm like. It's much easier for me. I'm not sure why, considering I'm not getting that much sleep this year in comparison. But it's interesting how everyone associates college and graduation with not getting enough sleep. I'm not sure if that's true. true or not, though.
2: I, I mean, feel like it's true. I have
1: college friends who like sleep two or three hours a day, but I feel like that's extreme. <laughs> you stay up in college, yeah, because there's no curfew, but that doesn't mean you necessarily get. Not as much sleep because you do get to sleep in a lot more than you would if yeah. you were in high school. I,
3: well, I mean, like, I think that it's also just like in college and, you know, everything, um, you feel kind of a lot of pressure because, you know, you're like, you're independent, like, whenever you're in college and you don't have anybody there and, you know, you just like, you kind of like probably stress out. I mean, I wouldn't know, obviously, but I mean, <laughs> it seems like you would get like really stressed and, you know, I probably wouldn't sleep that much either. Especially with like exams and everything like that, and all the important tests and stuff.
1: Yeah, and definitely our sleep patterns are going to change. But I guess the important thing is actually trying to get those eight hours, even though it's very unlikely. I'll say that much.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, sleep is definitely an interesting part about going into college and the huge workload. I don't know. I always thought college would be easier because you're only taking like five classes. Evidently not. <laughs> then again, I oh, wait, guess. Wait,
3: what? You only take five <laughs> classes in college?
1: Generally, yes. You only take a few classes, and they meet about once or twice a week. Oh, uh, so I want to ti- go to college. The amount of time you spend in class is very low, but I guess the amount of time outside of class, the workload is very high. So that's something to mm-hmm. think about. It changes because a lot of colleges studying on your own and having to do stuff on your own.
3: Yeah, my, um, my cousin's... Well, not Eric, but, like, his brother, my, my cousin, Um, he, this was his first year in college, and my aunt was actually in Florida, like, last month, I think, and um, I asked her, because I was kind of, like, freaked out about going into high school, and I'm like, well, Auntie Debbie, is there a lot of homework in high school? And she's like, yeah, but wait till you get to college, it <laughs> makes high school look like a joke, and I was like, oh.
1: I guess that does depend kind of on your na- major, if you're majoring in something like art, no offense to art, but art <sighs> compared to, say, molecular psychological cytolog- biology, which I don't think I even said right, <laughs> it, <laughs> the workload would be quite different. Thank you, Nicole. Anyways, we are out of time right now, but with your tips, hopefully we do get enough sleep, which I suppose is a good thing. <laughs> we have to take a break right now, and when we return, you can a little bit learn a little bit more about Myself, when Youngju interviews me for the first time on radio, I get to answer the questions. I hope I don't panic too much. I'm Steven And
2: I'm Yongju. Don't panic, Steven. I'll try to be nice, but considering you are the person who insulted me, I'm not sure about that. But it's your first time on the other side, so it's quite exciting. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, link, gossip, and more at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
4: We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good...
1: And welcome back to Voice America Kids Our program is Express Yourself Giving youth across the world A voice to be listened to My name is Steven Sao
2: And I'm Young Juan, And we are your teen hosts
1: Now since we began airing All the way from November 22nd, 2011 Been so long Well I've interviewed many guests I've had a lot of fun with our field reporters With the various co-hosts And administering the show But today I thought Well, I was forced to take a step back and be the person being interviewed and get the questions asked to me so I can answer them and experience the other side of the coin. Yonju thought it would be a good idea to interview me about my final senior days, graduation, and what the future has in store for me.
2: That's right, Stephen. We want to get to know you.
1: So, who are you? Well, I'm Asian. (laughs) I have black hair, black eyes, something like that. Um, well, it depends on what exactly you want to know. There's a lot about my personality and most people who've been on the show for a while have heard it have hopefully gotten a taste of who I am. But ask away your choice. Any other specifics that you would want to, want to know about?
2: Um, okay, so this is my favorite question to ask everyone that I've known for a while. How do you describe your personality, personality in one word?
1: Hmm. One word I would say eccentric.
2: Centric. <laughs> How eccentric. So?
1: Because I am fairly known for not sticking with the rules and not being the usual. Um, I would say the best example of that in recent times would be my escapade at Senior Ball involving <laughs> me dressing up in a top hat, a cane, gloves, and a tailcoat, all of which I purchased on eBay for very cheap, <laughs> and bringing a giant stuffed killer whale as my date.
2: Oh, fun.
1: In addition, I fell asleep because I was really tired. So during senior ball, I fell asleep about 20 minutes on a staircase. I, I was deciding whether to sleep on the table so everyone could see me, and I thought that would be really embarrassing. So I went into the upper, la- upper staircase, hid in a corner, and fell asleep. The security guard finds me. He taps me on the shoulder. He's like, are you okay? Did you take anything? <laughs> Oh, that was quite an experience, and it was probably one of my favorite stories to tell from senior, ball. I'll say that much. So what's your favorite
2: thing on life, if we switch the subject?
1: Favorite thing on life? I don't know, that's a very vague question to say. I would say that I enjoy having a direction, knowing what I want to do, and knowing a direction to take, whether it's on a big picture scale, or it's a small picture scale, for example, a single project, and... uh, I mean, I just finished my WISE project at my high school where we're allowed Mm -hmm. to spend a semester doing an internship. And uh, with that internship, I just finished the presentation, which was an hour-long me talking and presenting my semester's experience. Very, very, I felt really happy doing it because I was able to share things that inspired me and share my direction and what I found.
2: What exactly did you do for your WISE internship project?
1: So I worked with Johnny and Friends International Disability Center. It's located locally in the Bay Area, but the international office is in LA, and we have around six different, no, seven different offices throughout the entire nation. And what we do is we minister to those with disabilities, whether it's by preve- providing rest and respite and care for them or providing gifts such as Bibles or wheelchairs or whatever they may need. The goal, I would say, is, uh, I really like the way they put the goal in that if there's a disaster, people automatically think of the Red Cross. And what we want to do is that if there's a disability, people automatically think of the church as being the most best place for people with disabilities to find any sort of help they have.
2: Wow. <laughs> Sounds really, really amazing.
1: So over the past semester, I've been interning down at the office and helping with the mm. office jobs at the same time anything, basically, that they need me to do. It's a small office with only five people, so actually three now. So basically, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done.
2: So what did you do for your presentation component? The like presentation was...
1: About? I shared a lot of different themes. Unfortunately, I don't have the time on the show to share all of the <laughs> things that I've talked about. But uh, my presentation mostly focused on the different themes that were playing in my entire experience. The first one was, I caught it, I could play the background because it was more of the administrative behind the scenes work that I did and the inspiration I found there. Mm. The second theme I found was to the least of these and that was more w- the realization I had with uh, working with people with disabilities and the different in- things that enlightened me as I listened to people speak on it. And then mm. the final thing I had was called It's Not Over, which was the final reflection I did at the very end of my project about how Sure, this experience, ups and downs uh, may happen, but mm-hmm. it's not over and there's so much more to yeah. the rest of everything I will be doing, yeah. especially in the future years and where I end up going.
2: Thinking of the future years, what are your plans for college or like your direction about majoring and have you thought about any of that yet?
1: Well, considering it is late May, I will have to have thought about it. <laughs> um, seniors usually get their college acceptances by April, and they have about a month to decide. So by May first, oh by May first, and at the very latest by May fifteenth, everyone would have get committed and know exactly where they're going, or mm-hmm. at least ninety nine percent. And for me. I am going next year to Pepperdine University. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but this is my kind of official announcement. Next year, I will be studying business administration down in Southern California, right on the beach. And I will be also looking into a minor in psychology and a teaching credential at the same time. Not quite sure how that's going to work out yet, but we'll see where it goes.
2: Yeah. Are you Are you interested in, like, psychology and stuff?
1: I originally actually applied as a psychology major to all of my colleges. Oh. And... Uh, what I found instead was that my interest in psychology was limited more to the practical applied psychology methods, not so much the research behind it. Because mm-hmm. I want to know, I want to be a teacher I, eventually as a profession, and I want to know the psychology behind how to teach, how to inspire others, how to work in a workplace, and the psychology of a workplace. And that's not really research, that's more applied psychology. Mm-hmm. Mostly very research based, like studying neurons and studying um, neurotransmitters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So even though that's interesting, I don't have such a huge passion for it. So I decided to switch to business administration because that is something that I enjoy doing. And business administration itself includes a lot of psychology of how to get people to work together as an administrator. So Which is why I switched to that and had psychology as a minor, possibly.
2: Mm -hmm. So... You're living on the beach. Do you surf? I feel like that's the most cliched question that I could possibly ask.
1: But It is, and no, I don't. I do swim, though. I am a coach and a swimmer on my summer swim team. I've coached for a couple years now. Last summer, I was at the pool about seven hours a day, every single day during the summer. It was a long time, but it was very rewarding. Yeah, I don't swim. But I am looking forward to the beach, not because of going on the beach over and over, but just because it's it's. I enjoy the weather, the view is awesome, but there's a lot of other things about Pepperdine that I really enjoy that it may, help me choose the school.
2: Like what for our beach <laughs> interested people out there? What well, are, what are some of the great things about Pepperdine? Okay, so here's
1: my plug for Pepperdine. Don't worry, I'm not getting paid to advertise <laughs> for them. I, I wish. <laughs> Uh, the story behind Pepperdine is really interesting because I applied without even thinking about it. Really, I applied last minute, a couple days before the application was due back in January, and I didn't really think about going. I didn't have any intentions of ma- of it being a top choice or anything. Instead, there was another one, another school nearby that I was like, okay, I really want to go here, but it's but it was really expensive, and they were offering a half ride scholarship that would have really helped. Unfortunately, to get the scholarship, you had to fly down for an interview, and the interview could not be rescheduled, and was set for the day of my church's winter retreat. Yeah. So with that kind of conflict, it was really difficult. That was in February. And it was took a lot of thinking about it, but I ended up not going to the uh, interview. And I was like, okay, I really just hope this money works out. And uh, a couple months later, a um, couple months later, it was really interesting because uh, I found out that Pepperdine sent me an email that offered me almost the exact same amount of money that the previous scholarship did from Pepperdine. And it was really interesting because I didn't expect it at all. It came out of the blue. So so with that said, I was like, okay, maybe I should think about this school. And I went and visited, and everything fell in place so well that it just wasn't a coincidence. I just knew like this was probably the school that I needed to go to. I mean, a couple of things to summarize. the The school is a Christian... Based university, however, it is not a hundred percent. As in, it's not it's not the Christian bubble that people think of, where like everyone's Christian and a lot of people are fake, honestly. But uh, instead, there's like I think it's seventy percent Protestant Christianity, the the one the faith that it's founded based on. And then there's maybe like 20% Catholic, and the rest is actually a mixture of uh, Muslim, Jewish, atheists, and all sorts of other religions. And actually, when I was talking to people who are going to Pepperdine next year, I found a huge variety. There were people from all over the nation of all different faiths, and it was really awesome to have that kind of diversity in that school. So that was yeah. a... A choosing factor. Another was the fact that because it is Christian based, they have a lot of opportunities there and great uh, fellowships that I would be able to take a part of. And uh, I personally am really passionate about leading the music side of church organizations because I do it at my youth group, and I would love to get into that when I get there. And there's so many cool organizations there that I could do that with. Um, academic wise, uh, Pepperdine is. Above and beyond everything else. I mean, I was choosing between Pepperdine and UCLA in the end. Mm-hmm. And I honestly am not great at big scores. I don't appreciate them too much. And I think they're too research-based and they don't focus on the student enough. Yeah. Pepperdine is the complete opposite. I walk in there without an appointment and the profess- the head professor is able to sit down and talk to me. Wow. And uh, the pro- 30% of the professors live on campus. So ha- so sometimes oh. the classes are in the professor's home at And uh, – I mean, the dean himself lives on campus, and he's known driving around the campus giving people rides. Uh, You don't see that at a big school. And just the academic programs there were so student-centered and so just what I wanted. I mean, UCLA didn't even have business. Mm. They don't have business, only economics. Pepinac has business. They have industrial organizational psychology, which is a, a special field of psychology generally not found in undergraduate studies. They have mm-hmm. a teaching credential program and all sorts of other great opportunities that I would love to take a part of.
2: Yeah, so about more more about like student life. Do you know any people that are going there?
1: Um. Actually, actually, there is one person from my school who is going to Pepperdine next year. And uh, I don't know her too well, so I'll probably get to know her a little better when we go there. I've been yeah. on Facebook trying to find the Pepperdine students. They mm-hmm. actually recently sent out an email to... Uh, the group of the, – the scholarship program I was admitted to, which is about 40 students, they sent mm-hmm. us an email telling us each other's names and told us to connect with each other. So I yeah. basically mass-friended a bajillion people on <laughs> Facebook, and I've been talking to them slowly over chat. I mean, yeah. it's not, it, surprisingly, it's not that awkward saying, hi, let's talk I, I – we're going to see each other next year, so let's know each other beforehand – it sounds really awkward, but it's not that bad. And uh, mm-hmm. actually, there's a couple people that I've been talking to for a while now that I just find really interesting. So,
2: yeah, are you gonna take part in one of those? Those I think it's like a social network type thing that helps you choose your dorm roommate. Are yes, you, are I've you actually, in a
1: dorm? Yes, I've actually done that already. The Pepperdine dorms are suite style, so it's uh, uh, two people per bedroom, four bedrooms oh, wow. per suite. And each suite has two bathrooms, and there's about four suites in a building. Wow. So it it, it combines up to about 40 students per building. Hmm. But it's really nice because the rooms are pretty dang big. Um, (laughs) A lot of my friends already said that they're going to probably crash at my place several (laughs) times during the school year. Because I actually start really early compared to all of my other friends. Oh. Yeah, which is nice because I start early, but I also get out super early. I get out in April.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I get out of school
1: in April, which is really awesome. Um, in terms of the roommate situation, they have – Pepperdine is actually one of the few schools that use Facebook officially for rooming. They have an application on Facebook where you put in preferences and you find roommates. And uh, I used it, and I found someone, and we were talking about rooming. But at the same time, I remembered also that the scholarship program has all of the people in the program room together, so mm-hmm. that might actually change up my roommate situation. So, oh. right now, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna get someone random, which is fine by me. As mm. I mean, they know my preferences, I put in my preferences, so hopefully, it's not gonna be that bad. But you know, you, it's yeah. uh, rooming, roommates are hit or miss, and honestly, there's not much you can do.
2: Yeah, my parents are most scared about the roommate situation when I go to college.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. Th- Honestly, there's not much you can do. And frankly, you just have to learn to deal with any type of person. Mm. And worst comes to worst, it is a year, but if you can get out of it in a semester, you might be able to change. So, Mm. yeah.
2: Great job, Steven. Unfortunately, we're out of time. But luckily, we have your hosting skills in future shows. I'm Young Juan.
1: I'm Stephen Zhao, and I have just been interviewed, and that has been a very traumatizing process, not for me. (laughs) Thank you, Angie, for that. When we return, I will be back to hosting, and we'll be talking to several of our Express Yourself seniors who graduate this year about their hopes, dreams, and fears. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit us online at btsy.com. We'll be back in a bit. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
4: It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and we'll answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Added Preservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to no added preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel.
1: Hey there, and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Steven Zhao, and I'm your team host here today. Now, today is the graduation party. Last segment, I was forced to take the stand on the other side of the microphone as Youngju interviewed me and asked me about my plans for a future in college. This is our chance to talk to the rest of our seniors on this Express Yourself team. Courtney Chen and Vivian Lee are here with us. Both of them have been long-standing members of Be The Star Yard and have been with the radio show from the very beginning. And now they're here to share about their plans for the future and hopefully whether or not they're going to be staying with us. Hello, Courtney and Vivian. Hi,
0: Stephen.
1: Hi, you. (laughs) Hi. I'm doing good. We're just going to, I'm just going to put this out there. People probably don't realize this because they're listening to the radio show at the same time, but this is a, like outside of usual recording time and uh, I failed drastically at making sure we got here on time, but that's my bad. <laughs> <All> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Courtney, why don't you just briefly share what you're doing next year? Um, next year, I'm
5: going to be going to Berkeley and yeah, <laughs> yeah
6: <Sorry. laughs>
5: Viv- Vivian and I are going to be future classmates. So that's really exciting. Um, I haven't declared my major yet, but I want to go into English, and I'm trying to figure out right now if I want to double major in music. English and music, yeah. I guess they fit together. Oh, pretty and a well. and a creative writing minor, so that would be very, very exciting. ambitious oh. in
1: Berkeley. Come on,
5: why? I it's something I want to do.
1: It's something I've always wanted to do. So. That's definitely true. Vivian, yeah. what about you?
5: Um, so
6: I'm also going to UC Berkeley, and what? yeah, um. I'm I'm also undecided. I I came in undecided, but um, I'm planning on majoring in psychology, um, and I'm going to be probably pre-med. so, okay.
1: right. so more on the biological psychology aspect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So, my question is why Berkeley? Because <laughs> I had why? to make the same choice, and I didn't want to. <laughs> wait, wait, where are you going? Just out of I, curiosity, I am going to Pepperdine down in Southern California. Yeah, oh,
5: okay. Nice and sunny. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so why Berkeley then? Because um, I know why not Berkeley. So I'm wondering why Berkeley.
4: <laughs>
5: why <laughs> Berkeley? Um. Well, for me, I guess it kind of helped that my brother's there right now too. Mm-hmm. So even though when I was younger and like we go into Berkeley and San Francisco. I didn't really like it when I was younger because it just seemed so crowded, so busy and everything, but then ever since my brother went, I've gone to visit him every so often and he's always come back and told me about all the fun things he's done at Berkeley, all the places he's been, all the people he's met, and I think that really positively like influenced the school choice for me. And second of all, I like being close to home because Berkeley for me is only... 40 minutes away give or take a few minutes plus with traffic so Uh i don't know it's it's a different enough environment to feel like i'm not close to home but if i do want to come home it is possible for me to go home for a weekend
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and of course it's a very good school it's it's top (laughs) public school in america so yeah (laughs) i guess for me it's uh, berkeley's a little too close i'm only 10 minutes away from it and i go there so often now that it's almost like a second home to me i didn't want to Uh, have to mm -hmm. deal with that (laughs) what about you Vivian? your choice your reasons
6: um like Courtney you know it's close to home and if I ever like you know my parents are like um they can like bring me food every weekend which I yeah. don't think they'll do but you know it's like the possibilities how yes. far away
1: from it is Berkeley to you
6: um about 20 minutes okay yeah but um so yeah I, I like being close to home um I I actually was, like, kind of deciding between UCLA and UC Berkeley. And, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons why I wanted, like, I possibly wanted LA was because it was far from home. But I, I visited, and I didn't really like it, surprisingly. People always like it, but I didn't like it. So I went with Berkeley. And another reason is um, uh, the psychology major, the program, is really good at Berkeley. Yeah, and so
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who go through the psychology program at Berkeley. Mm-hmm. All right, um, that's uh, interesting because uh, I remember when I was making the choice, I was thinking all those reasons or reasons I didn't want to go to Berkeley because it was close to home, too close mm-hmm. to home, and because it was uh, too research oriented. But I guess that's my own personal preference there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, jumping! Know. Sorry, because like
5: mm-hmm. I I don't go to like Berkeley, San Francisco all that often, so it technically is kind of hard for me.
1: Fair enough. So yeah, yeah good you, <laughs> yeah. Really different. <laughs> Jumping back, Courtney, what you were saying about your brother, do you think it's a good thing to go to a, co- the college that your siblings are going to?
5: Well, to be honest, I don't think I'll actually even see him all that much. Yeah, because it's
1: a big college, yeah.
5: Yeah, and then he's also in his third year, so it's not like we'll have overlapping classes at all. Yeah. So, I don't know, I guess if you can get if you get along with your siblings like my brother and I do, we always got along. If we ever got into fights, it was always over something really, really stupid, and we got over it in like half an hour. So I don't know. I think it's nice to have someone there if you ever need help. It's always like, oh, my older brother's there. If I need some help, I can call him, and he'll probably know a lot more than I do. And if he doesn't know, then he knows more people who might know the answer. So Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty – that's – in itself, really good. But I was thinking that even for people who don't get along with their siblings too well, usually they don't want to go to the same high school. I feel like. Oh. But at the same, yeah. but then once it gets to college, a lot of people are like, "Get over it."
5: <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's older. They have, they, they know what's more important in life now than they yeah. disagree with your siblings.
1: Mm-hmm. What about what other cho- choices do you guys have, Vivian? You said U C L A. What about you, Courtney?
5: Um, well, I, I also got into UCLA, but I wasn't really considering it very much because okay. I can't do a music minor there. They yeah. don't offer music minor. Yeah, they don't. So, I was yeah.
1: looking at that. Ah, they don't.
5: Yeah, so that was, it kind of put it off the list for me. And yeah. then, um, I also applied to Santa Barbara and Davis, both of which I got into. But then after I got into Berkeley, it was kind of like automatic choice to go to Berkeley.
1: Okay, so you didn't have mm. that tough of a choice. No. Mm-mm. Okay. And Vivian, not too tough for you to decide between UCLA?
6: Um, well... Or any other
1: schools that you got into?
6: Well, I got the acceptance from LA first, and so I was like, oh, I'm, like, really... It really, like, appealed to me, but then once I got into Berkeley, I think, like, in my head, I already decided Berkeley, but I was telling everyone that I was still...
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> Just because I, I wanted to keep that choice, like, alive. Mm-hmm. But,
3: yeah.
1: What about beyond college? What are you guys thinking of uh, in terms of non-academics? Uh, maybe not... After college, but in terms of non-academics, what are you guys looking forward to in the next few years?
5: Uh, non-academics. Um, to be, I'm really excited to be meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I really am. Like, I'm. Like, I, I love all my friends at school and the people who I hang out with, like in my extracurricular activities. But I think it's time to like meet new people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
6: yeah. I it... feel like for me, it's um, like for, like meeting new people. It's it's, like, scary, but, like, I'm more worried about it than, like,
5: I'm excited about it, though. I don't know. At this I almost point. feel like I haven't met new people for too long of a time. If mm-hmm. that makes any sense.
1: Well, you no, have, yeah, you've You've gone does. to the same group of friends for, like, past eight years now, right? Yeah yeah.
5: yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's about time that I start meeting new people again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I know that feeling. I recently switched schools just two years ago, and that really helped. And actually, was part of the reason why I did switch schools, because <laughs> I was getting it... a little bored, <laughs> to be completely oh. honest. I was wow. a little bored with the people from that I have been sticking with for a long time now. <laughs> yeah, that's a little mean to say, but it's true. <laughs> um, do you guys think... Uh, what about the freedom that comes to college? what do you guys think of that? I know a lot of people are scared of it because it's a lot of personal responsibility personally i'm that's one of the reasons things I'm really excited for because i I'm fairly certain I can handle it yet I'm also excited to see what it has to offer what about what do you guys think?
5: um I'm actually really excited for that too like I'm scared at the same time because for all the listeners who don't know me obviously you don't know me but I'm a very very small person so i'm kind of scared like for my safety at
1: berkeley you will be fine really I'll, I'll get you a gift of mace when you leave thank you Steven. Wow. actually you can come just you can come you can, you'll be around i can visit you well if i don't well i come back early so never mind okay. so courtney how are you gonna deal with it? being small in a dangerous community of berkeley
5: um, I don't know my friend who's going to University of San Francisco, and she's like my size as well. so we always we made this little joke where in our first few days of being in our dorms, we're going to find a very, very tall, trustworthy guy friend <laughs> to <laughs> walk around with us and be like our little escort or like
1: bodyguard or something. Good luck with finding that <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you're you. gonna find too many Asians at Berkeley. there's no way you can find a tall menacing person okay, okay. Well, okay
5: than that's like, t- um. Yeah, don't stereotype, like, just not super tall, but, like, taller than me, like, a decent average-sized person and like
1: me. (laughs) No comment, no comment.
6: I actually heard at that, I'm I'm not not sure about Berkeley, but at UCSD, they, um, um, if you're, like, walking at night, you can, like, call for an escort system where there's, like, a ton of guys just run towards you and they, like, escort you back. That's
1: really funny.
5: Yeah, I thought that, like, the security, that if you don't feel comfortable, they will come, like, walk you around and stuff. Yeah,
1: Yeah. But that'd, that'd be really though. funny if there was a club at, at, on campus that was, like, the escort club, and all the guys just got <laughs> together and prepared to escort people. Like, that'd be the funniest, funniest thing club? ever.
5: Sorry? It's a, a bodyguard club. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that'd be the funniest club ever. I would enjoy yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen. I'm sorry, you guys don't need experts <laughs> Do you guys have any other things looking forward to in college and outside of it then? Um, activities or clubs that you want to join and things you want to get into now that you have hopefully a little bit more time a little more freedom.
6: Probably like acapella groups for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's so many on campus. I just editing your
1: song. There's a reason why oh. you should join the, join the ad- acapella groups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What yeah. what about you, Courtney? I'm assuming something to do with music.
5: Yeah, I'm going to audition for the orchestra. I think the symphony orchestra. Aside from that, I'm not sure yet, keeping my options open. I wanna learn I've always told myself I wanna learn how to dance when I'm in college, so <gasps> maybe too! maybe I won't take like official classes, but like lessons outside of school. So
1: I think that's the beautiful thing about college. There's so many different opportunities yeah. outside of class. And because class is only like maybe four or five hours a day maximum. You get a lot That's of time true. to do that.
5: Vivian, we should go together. Yes, can we? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll find All a right. club. We'll... Okay. Yeah. We're good. holding the two of you
1: to that. You're to have to check in with us here on Voice America and tell us about it once you start dancing. We'll
5: yes. do.
6: We'll send you a picture. <laughs>
1: oh, gosh. On the deal. All right. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you so much, uh, Courtney and Vivian, for joining us as we get together and get ready to graduate and move on to the rest of our yeah. lives. Yeah. All right, best best of success, success to everyone here. You're listening <laughs> you like to yourself? Express Yourself yeah. on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
2: Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy (laughs) for help tune into paul's around the world you'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy listen fridays at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern on voice america kids want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite voice america talk radio network host how about what's new with our network
2: Hey everybody, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Young Ju.
1: And I'm Steve Mazell, and we are the team hosts for this show. This show has been a graduation party where we all the seniors here at Express Yourself are able to share about their plans officially for next year and what they are looking forward to in the future and coming years to come. And we're going to close our show a little over time right now, but next up is Yeonju, who's been co- co-hosting and now goes off to do her field reporter, Artsy Gifts, keeping with our theme of graduation. Take it away, Yeonju. Yeah,
2: Yes, so as we mentioned before, like briefly, graduation is a bittersweet time of the year. You're happy that your senior friends are moving on and starting a new adventure, but yet it sort of dawns on you that it, they won't be there with you next year and they won't have any of your advice, their advice like right there. And I felt that for the first time this year, since I didn't have any senior friends last year, and I decided to take a different approach with graduation gifts. Instead of making, like, three small gifts, I decided just to, like, clump them together to make, like, a care package. When I left Colorado, um, it's already been two years, but my friends surprised me with a goodbye party and, like, a surprise gift basket with all the necessities. It wasn't really graduation, but I was also moving away from them, and it was slightly graduation since I was eighth grade going on to high school. And I was really touched that they put in so much effort into making this little piece of home that I could take with me everywhere. They all wrote letters with like silly gifts attached. For instance, I always used to lose chapstick. So my friends bought me one huge pack. So I would never ever have to like ask them for chapstick as I had done before a lot. And there were other things like sunscreen because I hate getting tan. And I do dislike taking pictures, as mentioned previously on one of the other shows, but it was motivating seeing all the pictures of the fun times we had, and that sort of made me want to take more pictures, but at the same time, like, hate pictures. And it's not handmade, but it was so obvious that there was a lot of work put in to making this. I still sometimes read the cards and look at the photos of the care package and still touching the important message of gifts is that you care and your friends always see the effort that you put into doing stuff for them. Their care package really made me look forward to starting a new adventure, believe it or not. So get together with your friends and take in each take on one part of the care package. I got a lot of gummy, like sour gummy stuff because I love citrus and sour stuff. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I like to eat lemons like oranges. It's a... Weird, quirky trait of mine. That's really
1: weird, by the way. I mean, usually I don't interrupt field reporters, but that's really weird. It's
2: not that weird. I've met several other people who eat lemons like I do. You
1: guys are all really weird.
2: (laughs) Anyways, personalizing everything is really important. And make sure to include lots of letters and pictures. And since this is like a graduation care package for like college, make sure you include lots of food. College students forget to eat a lot because they're so busy doing everything else. And if they do eat, it's not really like good. It's just whatever they can make up, make in their pantry because lots of college students can't cook, surprisingly. My math teacher was all worried about this and decided to give us extra credit for baking stuff because she thought that students can all benefit from having that baking talent before they go to college. Another idea to gift your senior friends the really Long book full of letters with, like, all your other friends. I guess it's similar in the way to the care package, but gather all your friends once again and buy a journal. They sell really nice journals at a bookstore or Target or anywhere, really. Take a few days to write a long entry of all the things that you'll miss and remember about your friend. Go Go around and, like, exchange the journal for a couple weeks, I guess. You'll have to do this in advance. So I got this idea from a transfer student from Germany who was in my English class first semester. When the semester was over and she had to leave, a lot of people in my English class and her other friends did this too. But we all did this thing where we took the journal and we took like two periods in English to each write a note. It was a really special and kind way to say goodbye.
1: Definitely like to hear hear packages like that. One thing before we talk about what you said, Yeonju, you're going to make a great radio host because the best radio host, I would say, has self-deprecating humor. And you have a lot of ways to self-deprecate yourself. Not only do you <laughs> eat lemons like they are oranges, but also you have a slight photogenic aspect to yourself that makes it so that you can take photos of others but hate having your own photos taken. Also, people are able to make fun of you for your voice. So, lots of different <laughs> things to laugh about yourself for.
2: Thanks, Steven. I don't say any of these things with the side of I don't know. What did you say? Self?
1: Self-deprecating humor. Yeah.
2: That. But thank you for pointing that out. Susan. See, I'm a very
1: encouraging person. I give you advice and I encourage you to become the best star that you can be by making yourself look bad.
2: Thank you for that heartwarming piece of advice.
1: <laughs> From my heart to yours. <laughs> Let's move on. Hopefully you understand the slight sarcasm in my voice. As I'm just adding a little bit of of my style of humor to this show you what was the best part of the care package? Would you say?
2: Um, the best part was that my friends all got together and planned something like this. It was. I hate surprises, or more. I don't hate surprises, but I'm so curious all the time. So I kind of ruin surprises. <laughs> Not so you other stalk people, others and me. find
1: out what the surprise is before they tell yes, you. Yes,
2: essentially. You just <laughs> you admitted to
1: stalking like others.
2: Well, no, I don't stalk others. I stalk others who plan surprises for me.
1: Listen to what you say, Yonju. They're
2: my friends, though, so I can stalk them, Steven.
1: At right, right. Yeah, the I best will leave part, that aside.
2: The best part was just the personal like, personal aspect of this, how I had so many people caring for me and like cheering for me when I moved away. Not when I moved away, but as I moved away, I guess.
1: So they and was were just, cheering for you moving away.
2: <laughs> oh, Steven. But um, they, it was just made me happy that I had <laughs> friends that I could talk to and keep in touch with, even if I'm so far away.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's a really sweet thing to do. I remember when I switched schools in the middle of my high school career, mm-hmm. it wasn't that big of a deal, but I did it really quietly. I didn't tell that many people. Instead, yeah. without telling people, I wrote letters to all of my teachers that I had in those two years, and to about five or six friends who knew about it. And I disappeared. And I remember next the year after, I was hearing stories about everyone wonder about people wondering where in the world I went. <laughs> it was very yeah. entertaining, but also it was more entertaining than anything. Yonju, what's the weirdest thing you've received in one of the care packages?
2: Mm, the weirdest thing, well, I received this weird, like, goopy, um, I don't even know what it was. It was, like, sunscreen, but not really. It was, like, this goopy stuff in a little plastic tube container.
1: I think I've had one of those before. Yeah, but my, it my But mine smelled thing. a lot, like, smelled a lot like birthday cake, and it got really oily, and it was really disturbing. Yeah.
2: And it smelled really bad. I don't know if mine didn't smell like birthday cake. It smelled more like asphalt burning
1: but okay that's a little disturbing that's a little disturbing (laughs) unfortunately we are out of time for this segment i know it was a short segment but today has been a great party as we interviewed the various seniors that are graduating yonju thank you much thank you so much for your segment and of course you'll be back on with us very very soon thanks to everyone for joining us here at voice america kids thanks to star star productions for producing this show and thanks to our guests from across the globe and thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program, number one on Voice America Kids. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. For more fun stories written by teens, pick up a copy of uh, Be The Story You Are for Teens at www.bethestoryofteens.com.